0: But recording.
1: Talk cheese. Recorded live.
0: Hello, scrumptious winds. This
1: is the goddess known as Jackie Gates, and you are in our parlor class. This, tonight we're talking about activation stations, and this is not a class per se. As I mentioned in the group, this is really a a practical, a practicum as they used to call it when I was at school, um, where I'm hoping that you guys will have something that we can unravel, unfold and play with here live on the call. My intention is simply to give you enough background to get started and then um, dive right into what you want to create in your home so that you can basically be able to put the phone down and go and recreate that. Um, I'd like to say hi to everybody first. We have Cassie on the line. Hey, Cassie, love. Hi. Hello. And we have Dale from Ontario. Hi. Hello. And we have Anna. Hello, Anna, love. <gasps> from BC, fellow Canadian. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> and, Miss Anna, you said you had some news. I would love to hear it. Uh,
2: yes. Um, While uh, the book that you and Janet were talking about, The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up, it arrived and I had announced that I was possibly going to either read the book or (laughs) have sex with my husband or both. I started reading the book. I did not have sex with my husband. uh, But my child, my son is 14. He went crazy in his room. He cleaned up his whole room. And I I couldn't believe it. He did some rearranging. He had almost a whole garbage bag full of, uh, like a big, big bag full of garbage. And uh, then with uh, with Bob, my new Bob sweep, he vacuumed Mm -hmm. his room uh, four times in a row. And I can't believe it. It was so clean and tidy. I thought, I haven't really even done anything. And he (laughs) just went, a whole room was done. And then... Uh, That very same day, my husband uh, got a little snippy with me. I might have emasculated him a bit. He likes to cook, and I was outside uh, stacking wood. And while he was in the house cooking, he came out later, got a little snippy. uh, But as a result, uh, so much clearing got done outside without even really,
1: uh, it's just happening. (laughs)
2: <laughs> I'm
0: very happy, so I just
1: okay. wanted to say, yay! <laughs> awesome. All right, I will put a link to that magical book, The Magical Art of Tidying Up, in the uh, group because it is, it is quite, it's quite a life-changer. And when we get to talk about clutter and all that kind of stuff, then it's really going to um, make sense. But for today, let's dive into activation stations. All right, so... Just a little bit of background. What I call an activation station is basically a fragment of the life you want made manifest in the life you have now. When I started with what amounts to now LOA nesting, I was very I was very aware of the contrast between what was happening in my life right now and where I wanted it to be. At the time, I was in Minnesota. It was our ninth winter in Minnesota. I count them in winters because, seriously, the winters seem to be forever. For a girl from Africa, it was excruciating. By the time we got to the ninth year, I was finished. And so I was up to my eyeballs in snow, very cold most of the time, hating wearing. Uh, coats and all the stuff. And all I wanted was to be able to move south. Souther. I didn't care where, how south we went, but south. So my child, my el- youngest, uh, my eldest at this point was in college. My youngest um, wasn't doing well at school. We kind of half decided to homeschool him. And I said, well, if I'm going to homeschool you, Blakey, it's going to be somewhere warm. So <laughs> we set up basically what amounted to an activation station, although I didn't know it at the time. What I did was I acted as if we were already moving to Georgia. So little things. I threw away all my address stickers that had the current address on. I got a bloody great poster that said, welcome to Atlanta. And I stuck it right in the front of my kitchen so that everybody could see it. I took my favorite summer dress, and I hung it on the outside of my closet so I could see. So it looked like I was going to wear it, you know, right now. Um, everywhere you looked, there were little morsels that said we were moving to Georgia. Um, we we looked at um, one-way tickets down here. We worked out how to get the bird. We had a bird at the time, how to get him down here. We we had um, We got special suitcases, and we put... You know, Jacqueline Gates, Georgia, USA. We didn't have the rest of the address, but we made that the the luggage tag. This kind of thing. We devoted almost our entire house, but certainly various sections of the house, to this idea of living in Atlanta. And we made a board. Um, we cut out pictures of well, we actually printed them off from Realtor.com of houses that we liked in Georgia. I made the weather um, on the widget on my uh, browser. I made that Atlanta and not Minnesota. I did all these things. Um, the the Atlanta zip code became my, just some random zip code, became my password for a while. So I was typing in Atlanta 31401. Um, You know, I was typing that in as my password. All these things became little tiny activation stations. And we sold our house in three days. Within six months of starting this, we had sold the house Moved to Georgia, bought a house that had looked exactly like the ones on our board, and my husband was working from home, which was his big dream. So I will tell you there is immense power in this.
0: It is also
1: deeply, deeply personal, which means that what rings and resonates for me may not for you, which is the entire purpose of this call and, in fact, of the parlor itself. Because unless I can come into your home, like I did with Cassie, and I set up her champagne nest. Um, Unless I can come to your home and do it for you, you have to basically unfold it yourself. So that's where calls like this are worth their weight in gold because you get to pick my brains and my intuition and my years of decorating skills on a budget. I can help you with this, but only if you participate. So I'm thrilled to welcome those who are here and, oh, we have another guest, yay, and um, let's dive in. I want to tell you first, the the idea of anchoring your intention in your home is not woo-woo. <laughs> it is, there is science to back this. I am going to ask Janet Dalgleish to do a uh, a more science based engineering type call that 'll tell you why your brain loves actual physical reminders and evidence of what you want to happen. We all know that our brains actually can 't tell the difference between what is imagined and what is real, which is why our hearts pound um you know when we when we think about something, even though you know, if you think about uh, it's like if you're in a movie, right? we can cry, we can get terrified, we'll get really suspended. This is not real, but our brains think it is, and it will react the same way. So if you create even the smallest section of your house, I started with a bathroom counter. If you start with the smallest section that anchors the feeling that you're after that feeling that you're after the the feeling from whatever it is you're after. If you can anchor it right now, you are pulling your future into your present and your brain and the universe will get you there twice as fast because there's a it's like a quantum leap that you can do in, in nanoseconds between what's real and what's imagined. And when the lines blur, you are manifesting so fast it'll blow your eyebrows off. So there's actually, I found... Um, an actual scientific document from the um hypnotherapists Association, and they were saying that um hypnotic suggest- suggestibility happens all the time, and your basically what they're saying is that your environment speaks to you so if you're and and it does that usually people allow that to happen by default right so we'll um we'll We might choose a home, but how it manifests after that, it just sort of happens. And if your environment is constantly giving you cues about behavior and about mood, then it makes sense to me that we should be more deliberate about that. Yes? Everybody agree? Agreed. Okay. So um, there's a couple of experiments. I'm actually going to link them in... I'll make a PDF with all this stuff. But um, they were saying that environment can trigger thoughts in people about uh, and attitudes almost they had um a guy in a university a, a professor middle-aged but around him in his office he had um pictures of very old people and words like gray and infirm and weak and old and subliminally scattered um you know on the backs of books and on posters and that kind of things and students unconsciously began to think that he was at least 20 years older than he actually was. And when they flipped it around and they showed pictures of young people and youth vitality, energy and whatnot, they really couldn't believe he was the age he was. So in fact, they were picking up cues from his environment. Oh, good Lord, I have somebody banging banging on my door. Hold on one second. I
3: totally agree with her. Hello,
0: thank you so much. That's him. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you very much. You have a good evening.
1: Don't you just love the postal service? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love when parcels come to the doors like Christmas. Okay, so back to this... Um experiment. So they were saying that also people will behave more competitively and more formally if there's a briefcase inside. In fact, even if there's a picture of a briefcase and they don't actually notice it, this has been proven to affect the way they behave. So these are the kinds of things that prove scientifically what I've known intuitively for the past 10 years. So let's play with what you have, and what you would like to activate, what you would like to anchor in your space. All right, anybody would like to go first? Oh, come on! Come on, Leap in the water is lovely. <laughs> Somebody's
0: coming Are in. You? Hello. I'll go, Jackie. With no one else. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh-huh. So I was thinking about this when we were um, talking today, like I should, I would love to anchor something for my new best-selling book series. Mm-hmm. You want,
1: can you share the title or is it still a state secret?
0: Oh, no, we can share the title. Um. So the whole series is going to be based on Champagne Life. Mm-hmm. So Money Mindset for Champagne Life, Investing Secrets for Champagne Life. Fantastic. Okay, so
1: I know the answers to some of these, but I'm going to ask you anyway to put it onto the recording, okay? Okay. So tell me what a champagne life looks like to you. Give me some colors, some textures, some shapes. Um,
0: clear, it's bubbly. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's sort of a... I don't know if it has a color, or but it's maybe more transparent than a color so you can see through, have fun with it, um, for textures, um,
1: glass. Uh, mm-hmm. You're looking at crystal and chic sparkles, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right, good stuff. And, and of course, there's an abundance. I mean, the champagne life, there's a richness to this, right? Um, yes. But it's not a richness like a velvet. It's a richness like like satin, like the shiny satin, the sleek um, 1920s type stuff, right? Yes. Is that okay? All right, good. And so we're not going to do any heavy colors. We're doing light stuff. So could you – we want this to be a bookshelf. Uh, we want it to be a book. So how about we choose a spot on a bookshelf? or you create a little place that is in your head a bookshelf. So it can be a shelf on the wall, it can be a small portion of a countertop, maybe even the back left-hand side of your desk. The back left-hand side corner of your house or your desk or your room as Mm -hmm. you're facing it is in feng shui the wealth area. So that is something that's really worth activating. Um, the main color of that is purple. and That happens to be one of your favorite colors. So let's play with creating an activation station around a champagne life. Okay. I would suggest taking, um, making a couple of graphics um, of book spines, just in mm-hmm. the teal and maybe purple, and you put champagne life, by Cassie Parks, and you put it on the back of a couple of books, and you make that like the little stand for something right mm-hmm. i would su- I would suggest getting a beautiful crystal or glass plate. maybe you can use the little bubbles if um, that you can buy at the um at the craft stores those are the clear glass marbles. Or yeah. something bigger. You can get the empty ones that almost look like empty Christmas decorations, right? So you can you could put those around a beautiful candle. Mm-hmm. Maybe you could um maybe you could get one of those little standing chandeliers. Um so that when you turn that on, mm-hmm. that you are lighting up your champagne life. And every time you light mm-hmm. that candle or turn that light on, that is your connection. It is a ritual, and an anchor, perhaps it becomes part of your, before you're writing, um, you know, ritual. You turn the light on, champagne lights, this is it. If it smells a particular way, if it has a particular, um, I'm thinking of pink champagne, actually, because that's my favorite, but I would even have, (laughs) I would even drink my water out of a champagne flute or a champagne goblet, right, have that mm-hmm. tangible every time
0: that you sit down to write. Okay. Do those sound doable? Uh, yeah. I mean, they. it kind of, like, limits where I can write, and I like to write. So there might not, I don't like to always write in the same spot. Okay, um, I would need to maybe create something portable, but creating like a glass bowl might be like my back left hand corner is my bedside table, mhm, so which is actually already has a lamp on it, but um I don't know, got crystals on it cool. um, so maybe something just a little something else there or something I don't know, like maybe a little statue or a little something would you put something there
1: yes absolutely you may like to look into um if you like the art deco type stuff so that will remind you of like the roaring 20s and the champagne type lifestyle you could do something like that you could do a little statue of Lakshmi. she's the goddess of wealth Mm -hmm. um you could do simply um you could actually buy the sort of bigger um champagne glasses and have it as a as a almost like a tea light holder, you know, put a tea light inside it or something yeah. like that. Um, for portable, I think the most the the best thing you can do is actually make a graphic or and print it of your book cover and put that on your notebook, so that it mm-hmm. looks like you know, so that it, it it's already part of your series. Right, and then and then when you're taking it with you to the coffee shop or whatever, there's your name on the binding of a book.
2: How about I made a whole uh, for my book? I made a whole cover. I got another book, put paper wrapped around it as the, the uh, paper jacket,
0: mm-hmm. and
2: I made I made the entire paper jacket.
1: Yeah, and that's that's and pretty much what out, I mean. Is so that you've got a you've got a book with your name on it, um, with the Champagne Life, and you don't even have to have the. I mean, you know it's going to be a series, but you can just have Champagne Life by Cassie
0: Parks. Yeah. Okay. I might Love have already. It. Yeah. So it's possible I actually already made my activate. Can you have an activation if I have a balcony? Can you have an activation station on your balcony? Of course. How did I your think, balcony How did your balcony make you feel? Um glorious and mm. free and like I'm living a champagne life and I actually um just had the cushions redone um to be the teal that is the book cover. So perfect. So
1: perfect. I would, uh, you know that that beautiful sparkly um, pillow that you've got? Uh Uh-huh. I would get another couple of those that you don't mind too much. You know, don't spend a huge amount, but but if you don't mind them getting rained on, I would put Uh a little bit of sparkle out there, too. Okay. Cool. All right. Yeah. Play with it. Play with it. It's going to be so fun. And put pictures up. We'd love to share them with you. Awesome.
0: Because the view
1: from your balcony is divine. Hmm. <laughs> it is, and you know
0: what else you could do?
1: You could get one of the little. Oh, you can't hang anything. I'm just thinking of like a, a kind of a anything that'll give you a sparkle. But um, it's hard when you can't put anything from the ceiling. We can play with it. If something springs to mind, I will let you know. I'll put it in okay. the group for
0: you. Okay. Wonderful. So I do have some little purple lights that someone gave me that haven't gotten put anywhere yet. They kind of they're Ooh, that'd be pretty, stuff.
2: yeah, mhm, okay mm, that'd be very pretty okay i must uh if if I may um add a thought as soon as you were talking about uh this champagne life, um I'm reminded of uh a thing I did uh market umbrella, or it could be any umbrella, really I decorated i took the fabric off and decorated it with white lights clear glass things, ornaments, um, and that uh, pearlescent, uh, pearly balls and and whatnot, everything that went in that sort of range of sparkle and brightness. Mm -hmm. And so uh, it was just so nice to sit under it. And as soon as you were talking about this, I was thinking, oh, wow, champagne, bubbles and bubbles.
0: Ah, it would be perfect. Absolutely
1: gorgeous. And the other thing, Tessie, I was thinking about, um, I don't know if you have a Lush store or something that does bath products close to you, but there are some that make your bath water fizzy. <laughs> Nobody oh. likes lying in champagne. How cool would that Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then your whole bathroom, you know, your, your bath experience will become like an anchor in, cha- in the champagne life. See, that's, what's, that's the deliciousness of it all. It's because it doesn't have to be one place. You can make an actual activation station. I would call it like an altar to your future self. But when you want it to be portable or else you can experience it in different parts of your house, then it like reinforces it. So imagine yeah. that Cassie gets up in the morning, the first thing she sees is her <laughs> bedside table with her activation station actually on it then she goes out and she takes her coffee or her tea out onto the balcony she's got all these sparkles and this fabulous couch and all this incredible million dollar view and then she tootles off down to the coffee shop and she just happens to have a book next to her that has her name on the title and type, you know, it, it's right there and then she, at the end of the day she goes home and she lies in a champagne bubble bath for the night it, it is just, it, that is incremental and, um, what's the word I want? It's just reinforcement over and over again, and it, it, it happens so fast. We did that with moving to Atlanta initially, and then when we wanted to move from Atlanta down to Savannah, it happened exactly the same way. Wow. So, yeah, uh, it, it's, it's magical. All right, I'm checking chat to see. Who else would like to play with an intention they'd like to make an activation station for? Thanks, Jackie. Oh, pleasure my love. Sorry, Cassie, love. Thank you so much. That was perfect. Okay, I'll go. Yes. Uh
2: I've decided. I need I want to focus this year on my health, my physical health.
3: Mhm.
2: Um I've I I I want to be I want me to be healthier and uh, stronger. I had, had some issues of late in the last year or so, and my body is not where it was. Uh-huh. Um, and I want to be and feel strong and, and vibrant. And well, I do feel that way, my body just hasn't always been uh, matching that. Uh-huh.
3: Uh-huh.
2: But I want that. So um, what...
1: Hmm, Okay, How? so let's, <laughs> let's you, with it. Okay. So
0: um, I have oh,
2: uh, my, my child and my husband, uh, I have an elliptical machine, um, mm-hmm. is currently in our bedroom. And um, so I see it all the time, but it's got stuff all over it and around it. And uh, so uh, consequently, haven't been used it in a long time. My husband and my son both the other day said, "Oh, let's bring it out here. Let's—it's about time we got that elliptical out here into our main room in the home." I have an issue with that because I don't want to see it, and aesthetically, it doesn't necessarily—I uh, don't like the aesthetics of it necessarily—in our primary living room, dining room area. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what would do you? What would do you have a thought?
1: Well, a couple, actually. I totally get the, the lack of aesthetic appeal of the treadmill. I, I, I totally get that. Um, <laughs> but I do like the fact that it's front and center now, as opposed to, um, you know, sort of tucked away and hidden under a pile of clothing or whatever. Mm-hmm. So if, did you have room for it in your in your bedroom where you could actually use it, or... Is there a spot where it won't be quite so um, sort of front and center in In your dining room or your lunch? There is
2: room in the bedroom. I have merely to clear the stuff around it. Um, Which would
1: would you feel happier about?
2: I would rather not have to look at it in the living room. I would rather in the bedroom.
1: If you put it in the bedroom, will you use it?
2: If it's not stacked up, yes. Ah, okay.
1: So Although my about... son now, who
2: has just come home from school, is standing there uh, looking at me. He's just had a peek, and he's looking at it, and he's just shaking his head no. He he votes for the living room. I know
1: because he wants to use it too. Ah, uh, Okay, and he can't use it in your bedroom? That's correct.
2: Well, it wouldn't be right. That's right, because it's me and my husband's bedroom, and I, yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Uh, but
1: we well, the option, would be, the option would be to put it in as discreet an area of your living dining room as you can mm-hmm. and maybe find a way to screen it. Or we could shift the story around this and have that be your activation station for regaining your health and vibrancy. Oh, that I think would be good. So what if you started to celebrate it? Yes, I've got it in my lounge, but that's so that I can be part of the family and we all use it and we are all amping up our health and vitality. Okay. And what if you get yourself like a really cool water bottle that says this is a woman who takes herself, her her health seriously and that's the one you use when you go either outside to do exercise or when you're on your treadmill. Okay. That is, it even that has is, a is, yeah. It carries well, a cup holder probably.
2: It it does, a very fancy one. It's a very fancy machine. And, oh, there you go.
1: Um uh yeah,
2: so that's brilliant. Okay.
1: That's brilliant. The other okay. thing, if there's a wall or something that you've got um close by, you could put um something that inspires good. you. You
2: could it would put be in front of a great big huge window. We in that area it's almost
1: all window. That's perfect. That's absolutely yeah. perfect. Um, yeah. no, put yeah. something put something there that really maybe not when you've got windows, you just want to enjoy the view. How about you create yourself a vibrant health playlist? So Okay. So that on your iPod or your music station, you have an activation station. This is the music that gets you to vibrant health. Okay. And then I would also suggest that in your private area of your bedroom, so, you know, away from where the public would see visitors mm-hmm. and such, create an altar to your future self. Maybe jot down what you would like your weight to be. Don't go crazy, obviously. I mean we're talking about health here. Maybe you would like a normal blood pressure. Maybe you would like to be able to um touch your toes. Maybe you would I like would, to be able to you know, whatever it is, right? I mean if there's a it's really perfect uh
2: liver. I would like a really good, healthy, perfect, beautiful. All right.
1: There liver. we go. And then yeah. and <laughs> I would suggest I would suggest Googling um every every organ in um in, in things like Ayurveda and color therapy, every, every organ has a color and an aura and a, and a particular mm. energy. You might like to find out what that color is yes. and get a scarf or something in that color. And even if you don't wear it, you can maybe sit and watch TV and have it draped across your middle. Really? So, that, you know, so that you're anchoring a really healthy functioning liver and how you're going to feel when that you can feel the energy, you'll be able to tell yourself, you know, I had a whole day where I didn't feel a twinge of anything. This is mm. fantastic, and you can you can bathe your energy, your, your liver in in a beautiful healing light when you're doing your meditation. If you anchor the color, I'm just going to do a quick search yeah. if
0: I can find it. Um, Chakra. All right, the so chakra color for the middle um,
1: is is basically an orange. It's an, it's a, it's an orange. It's your sacral section. Um, but I'm going to – I'll do – you can have a look. Oh, I found a, a whole thing here. I can I even look for it, yeah, just Google it and see liver and color and maybe color therapy. you can have a look on reflexology too. that's another thing, mm-hmm. a portion of your feet, yep. um everything there, and I think if you if you link and look, it doesn't have to be the actual one. If you feel that a vibrant liver gives you this gorgeous um it feels like a beautiful, serene soft yellow, I don't know, whatever the color rings to you. If that feels the right way for you, then use that color, okay? And and anchor it around the house. So maybe you'll get a mug, a coffee mug in that color and you're thinking, yes, I'm drinking something that anchors me in a vibrant and healthy liver. Maybe you'll get a piece of fabric and you just drape it over one, you know, like a little scarf and you drape it over or you tie a bandana on one of the handles of your of your treadmill, and this is, you know, so you're picking up things that remind you of your intention and your goal. Does that make I,
0: sense?
1: I, I, it,
2: it does, and it's brilliant. I it had not crossed my mind to, I thought I was pretty good at, you know, maybe coming up with things that
1: I might... <laughs>
2: but boy um you
1: are yeah. sweetie but it's it's just a, I mean brilliant. I've been doing this for a, a while <laughs> <laughs> thank you for the compliment i appreciate it but if there's something else comes i would put this in let's start a thread in the group and we will we'll come up with some others because i know there are some very wise women in the parlor and they may have some additional um insights for you as ways to activate it but if a vibrant healthy liver is what you're after let's <laughs> let's find ways to Anchor that right this very minute with color with sound, maybe it sounds like a waterfall, maybe you'll find one of those apps online where you can just run the sound of water all the time, or maybe it sounds like a parade I don't know whatever make a playlist that sounds like you are vibrantly healthy um thank you and and then anchor these, and every time you see your treadmill and you know you are. By having it there, front and center, that shows you that you are a woman devoted to vibrant health, and you're okay. going to bring your family along with you for the ride. Yes, I like that part. Okay, okay. thank you. Good, good so
0: much. Oh,
1: my love, that's such a pleasure. It was fun. Goosebumps. All right, we have guest seven, guest six, Miss Dale. Do you have anything to play with? I do. Go go go! And I'm excited. It wasn't clear. At first, but I've been
3: picking up some pointers. This is awesome. Um, my issues around uh, the labeling, I, finding the right words. I've been using for, mm-hmm. chorus, and I've come up with something. Some of it has to do with um, fitness and, and health. So Anna's advice there, that was good. But the other is like uh, dauntless, um, serene, serenity or comfort, um, lavishness, bountiful, those kinds of things. The the work that I do is with horses, and uh-huh. my, barn, my barn is already awesome. But I don't want my house to look like my barn. <laughs> 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 when I want, when I want, I want and I want bounty, but I don't want it to look like champagne, like Cassie, because that's not what I'm after. I want it to look like,
1: I don't know what. Mm. I'm, I'm stalled. All right. So, so your barn. You said your barn is is beautiful to you right that's where that's where you feel you can feel that energy there right i
3: can
1: yes okay so let's i I automatically go to smells for some reason so so what does the barn smell like besides we're not doing horse poo and manure right (laughs) we're doing how about something like leather is that what a barn smells like leather and 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 straw yeah 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 so I don't know, this is just an intuitive hit and you can dismiss it completely. But I was thinking, what if you got a little bundle, I mean, I'm talking an inch in diameter, a few strands of fresh cut hay and put a ribbon or a leather thong around them. Yeah. And you had that next to your bed because that anchors what you feel of as abundance. Yeah. Maybe you'd like, you know... It doesn't have to make sense to anybody else. If I looked at it and said, Oh, she's got you know a little bundle of hay next to her bed Ah, but the difference is that you know what that means.
0: Yeah.
1: And in that moment between breaths your brain and your spirit and your wishes all connect through the nudge that this thing creates.
3: So it's not just visual.
1: It's not just visual. You might like to find a um, a men's aftershave that has the whole, you know, um, horse thing. There, there's a lot of them that have to do, like polo, and they 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 have to do with um, with the really masculine scent that will indicate horses and saddles and barns, and, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. And you might like to use it just as a spritz around the house every now and again. You could. Um maybe there's maybe there's a particular picture that you could use um in an activation station and then collect little trinkets. I've got um I've got one of those horse brasses from the Shetland ponies in England. Um not the Shetland ponies, the, the big the big ones that you pull uh they work in the fields and stuff and they have their the, the beautiful horse brasses, And I was just thinking if you had a if you had something that reminded you of your horses and reminded you of how much you love that feeling. Yeah. then you could also act as if and go online and look for a horse farm for yourself. You know, go on realtor.com, dot com. Go on um Anyway, where you can see pictures. I mean, I even saw one on Craigslist when we were looking for houses down here um, that, was a, that was a a horse farm just outside of Savannah. So, you know, you could find listings and you could act as if you're quite ready to buy your own horse farm. And you know you have, you know, you're going to do um, have this kind of equipment in it. You're going to get your hay from this person. You're going to do this. These are the things that you can play
0: with to act as if. Make sense?
3: Yeah, I'm scribbling notes here while you're talking. <laughs> You'll
0: be able to listen to the recording
1: too, love. Don't worry about it. So, tell me what else makes you feel abundant. How else could you pull pull your horse and barn feeling into your home?
3: That's where I'm stuck because I, 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 they've got to be different, obviously. But um,
1: mm. but you know, there's a whole um, there's a whole horsey type decal. The the whole equestrian look, there's a lot of anchoring that you can do there. I've seen um entire bays of places like T J Maxx in I don't know you're not you're in uh, Canada, so I don't know if you have this kind of store, but it's a decorating store and and it has you'll have a whole theme of the equestrian look. Um and maybe they've got um a couple of stirrups. Um that would be quite fun. If you could get stirrups and use them You know, just just one um, on a tray with a a picture of a horse that you love and your little sprig of of, of hay. That is enough to tap you into where your happy place is.
3: Yeah.
1: Maybe you've got, um, maybe you can make a, a, I don't know if you play on Pinterest, you can make a board of some really cool clothes that you'd like to have. A really snazzy equestrian jacket. Maybe you want. Um, maybe you'd like a new saddle, and you can put those on. I mean, the saddle work that some people do, the art is phenomenal. So you could play with that too. Let Let me give it some thought. I'm going to listen through to this call, and I'm going to play with some pictures as well. And um, I will dive into the equestrian style and see if I can find something that'll um, that'll help. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah.
0: But meantime
1: you. it's a pleasure. Meantime, just just tap into do you actually own your own horse farm or do you yeah. um you do, okay. Yeah. So so tap into the next level of that. Whatever that next level is. Do you want to be a breeder? Do you want to be wildly successful in a certain circle? Whatever that looks like to you? Yeah. And then ex- and then explore Once you're rooted in that place, that future self, just look around your house and say, how would it be different? Because your house will tell you, and you will know from that space. And you can see if you can recreate it. You don't have to be able to have the actual thing right now, but you can recreate it. Yeah, okay. And then share in the group, and we'll help as much as we can. All right, lovely. Okay, so guest six said, is there a way to anchor getting rid of clutter, meaning to encourage the fortitude to actually get rid of it? Who is guest six? Do we have a name? But yes, all right. So my first thing with clutter, clutter is procrastination made manifest. Always, There is a tiny smidgen of you in everything you own. There's a piece of attention. And when you have clutter and stuff that makes you wince, hello Janine, yay, and stuff that makes you wince, that is basically draining and sucking energy out of being available to do that glorious thing you do. So there are two ways to go about this. One is in the book, The Magical Art of Tidying Up, um, which I will put in the the group. uh, And she suggests that you just basically dive in and get it done. It can take six months, she says, but she's looking at having it all done at the same time. I have done that. I have also done the baby steps. And only you will know, and by you I mean everybody who listens to this, whether it will actually work for you to dedicate a day or whether you want to do 15 minutes a day. For me, 15 minutes of the day worked really well, as did two mantras. The first thing, if I had something in my hand, I would ask, do I love it? I don't love it and it doesn't have a practical thing, like I don't love all my frying pans but I use them because they're practical, so those are not going to get thrown out. But if it isn't useful and it doesn't make you smile, it just does not deserve a space in your life. Getting the fortitude to actually get rid of it feels like a push. It feels like a have-to. And that's really what you're resisting. That's the energy of it, right? It's like being forced to do your homework when really you wanted to paint the picture or go and play outside. Um, When you look at honoring yourself by releasing the stuff that doesn't serve you, it gets to be a joy. Okay, maybe a joy is pushing it a little bit. It gets to be more of a pleasure than something being forced. If you could take three things each day, decide if you want it, if not, it goes. I will backtrack here. The best thing I've ever found as far as a decluttering
0: activation
1: session, for want of a better word,
0: is to have a cardboard box that says in big letters, Goodwill.
1: I had that on the floor in my home in Minnesota, on the floor of the pantry. So it was like everybody went past. Everybody knew where it was. Um, Sorry, not the pantry, the laundry. It was right there. So it was marked Goodwill. And anything, if I saw my son was wearing a T-shirt that looked like, you know, it came from elementary school and he's bulging out the sides of it, then I would tell him you take that off now and it goes in the Goodwill box or one that gets washed, it's going in the Goodwill box. If I picked up something and, you know, I really don't like this thing, it had a place to go. I wouldn't put it down again while I decided what to do with it. In deciding to get rid of it, I had a place to put it so that it could leave the house. And in the minute that box was full, it got put into the back of my car. And the next time I passed any kind of thrift store, Goodwill donation center the box would go out to be donated, right? The, the trick with clutter is that we don't have a space for it, so it tends to lie around, or else we have too much and there is no space. This is why deciding what you're going to keep, do I love it, is it useful, is just as important as deciding what you're going to get rid of. People think a lot of stuff has to be gotten rid of. Often, yeah, you're going to get rid of a lot of stuff, but often it's more about the selecting of what you're going to keep and the rest drops away easily. Does that make sense? I have actually a series of decluttering videos. I did a seven-day decluttering series. Would you like me to share that? I can share that in the Facebook group. I'll make a note. Um, And hopefully that will help. I did three or four um, differing ones. But I will find that series and give it to you.
0: Because
1: clearing... Okay. And as far as an activation station for a clutter-free environment, I was talking to... It was on the last call, actually... Deborah was saying she wanted her house to feel serene. I suggested that she devote one counter. She chose her um, kitchen island to be an anchor for peaceful serenity, uncluttered space. In other words, nothing was allowed to stay on that counter. That was a sacred space devoted to serenity and clutter-free. Now, Janine, maybe you have a... Um, maybe you'd like to do your bedside table. Maybe you'd like one quarter space of your work surface. And this is serenity decluttered. This is my anchor for the way I want my home to feel. And then create, you're a wildly artistic woman. You can create something that will make you feel that way. And it doesn't have to, as I said, doesn't have to make sense to anybody else. It just has to anchor that feeling of spacious, decluttered environment. Okay, so I would suggest that you find one place that you could, even if you just leave a bookshelf completely empty, one open bookshelf, because that that is impactful. If you looked at a room that is basically cluttered and there's one Open, clear space, maybe it has a single candle in the middle. That feeling is enough to activate the decluttering. And the amazing part of this whole series, uh, this whole thing, is that energy seeps into everything. And when you set that intention and anchor it into one specific sacred space, the energy will permeate the rest of your house. It may take time and it may require sort of tapping into but it will work that way so i will put the decluttering series up on the group as well um did i help with that was that good awesome okay anybody else got i think we've actually spoken to everybody who's actually here No, oh, thank you, ladies. That was wonderful. I may well do another one of these because I'm sure when some of the other Polaristas get to hear this, they will wish that they were here and they will have things to play with as well. So maybe we'll do another call where we just unravel some activation stations. But in the meantime, share whatever you'd like to in the group and we'll dive in. I will definitely help where I can. Um, and... Thank you very, very much for being here. I know you have busy lives. And I really treasure that you were here with me this evening. So have a fabulous evening or a fabulous day, depending on where you are. I love you all madly, and I will see you in the parlor. Mm
0: -hmm. Thank you, Jackie. Thank Thank you.
1: Bye-bye. Bye-bye.